Welcome to A Course in Miracles Chanting. My name is Ezra. Thank you for being here. I'm so glad that we're here together as we carry on on this journey of no distance to the healing that is our true nature, to the Christ that is our true identity, here and now, eternally so. Amen. Hallelujah. So this chant is called, I Believe. The words are, I believe I have received my healing in every way. What I see and what I feel have no bearing on reality. Pain is not God's will. Death is not God's will. Suffering is not God's will. So what has this to do with the Christ in me, accepted as my true identity? Amen. This chant comes from the continued dedication in me for healing and for the results of healing. So this is coming from the understanding that we can accept the Christ as our true nature. We can accept the atonement for ourselves. Right now I'm doing air quotes. We can apparently, air quotes, accept the atonement for ourselves Meanwhile, continue to live in suffering, in pain, uh, with grievances, therefore showing we have not accepted the atonement for ourselves. We do not know our identity as the Christ. In the Christ, there is no pain. There is no death in all its forms, which is a sigh of uh, weariness, which is anything less than the perfect peace and joy of God. There is no suffering of any kind in Christ. So to accept Christ as our true identity, to accept the atonement for ourselves, we are living in a constant state of no pain, no death, no suffering. And so what I see is that it takes dedicated trust, dedicated faith, continued faith, continued intentional identification with this Christ that is the eternal perfect spirit self, even though we don't see it in form. And that's the miracle. In the face of apparent suffering, in the face of apparent pain, death, sickness, we still abide in the knowing that we are the Christ, that the atonement principle is true we are at home in heaven with God right now. And only through that continued dedication to faith in that will 
our world change, our bodies change, our experiences change, heaven on earth, teaching, healing, offering miracles, being a miracle worker, all the things that we are called to do. Go into the manual for teachers. We're called to heal. We're called to save. We are called to perform miracles. So none of that will we do if we don't accept that for ourselves first. So let's go through line by line. I believe I have received my healing in every way. This is the dedication to believing that it is true. What we have accepted is true, what we have declared is true. And if we have gone through the workbook, we have gone through the thought process of recognizing and declaring ourselves as Christ, our true identity, declaring that we are not a body, we are free, we are still as God has created us, that we accept the atonement for ourselves. We've made all these declarations and we're speaking to the Holy Spirit who is entrusted with this. Therefore, it has happened. It is the truth. And this, I don't know, this is very Christian. I don't know if it's A Course in Miracles, but the idea that things are true in the spiritual realm that have not played themselves out yet in the physical realm. So there is no physical realm. That being understood, there is no physical realm. But the truth of the spiritual realm for us to identify with that is A Course in Miracles. To identify with the truth of the eternal realm and then leave the physical realm to the Holy Spirit. However, it must be reflected in the physical if it is true in the spiritual. The only thing that that, uh, prevents this is that we go back to believing in the form, back to believing in the symptoms, back to believing in the suffering, believing in what my partner is doing is anything at all, believing that what she's saying has any effect of any kind on anything. Meanwhile, Christ is the only cause with any effect. So I believe I have received my healing in every way. I've gone through the, the workbook, and I've stated it, declared it. I've apparently accepted it. But now I must simply believe it. I must abide in believing it and not go back to believing in form. The next line, what I see and what I feel have no bearing on reality. This is forgiveness. And this is the the stage of transformation when we're seeing results. It's like we've planted seeds and then we believe they're going to grow. And even though we see no fruits, we don't trample on our seeds. We don't pull them back out. And we don't walk away abandoning them. If we've planted these seeds of healing, of Christ, of truth, of our true identity, of the atonement, of heaven, of being one with God, of being God's holy son, perfect and whole, if we've planted these seeds, then if we walk away thinking that nothing's coming of them, then we will not experience the fruits. And I guess if we could relate this to to our physical world, to plant seeds, how long does it take for a seed to become fruit? 
actually takes quite a long time for the seed to turn into a, a plant and to grow into a tree and then to produce, produce fruits. You know, we have, a, we have a pear tree that we bought from a, a nursery that's maybe six, seven years old, not one fruit. We have a, uh, a cherry tree that's maybe that many, six, seven years old. And we had one cherry last year. You know, years for one cherry. And the next year, it may produce more cherries. So this patience in seeing results, which I know we want. I don't think we can kid ourselves and say, no, I just want to accept the atonement for myself. Meanwhile, the body's going to stay diseased and sick and full of pain. I'm just going to see it differently. No, it's very clear in the Course, there is no pain. There is no sickness. Not just see your sickness differently. It begins with that. It begins with forgiving sickness as being unreal and identifying in the Christ, which is real and cannot have sickness, but then maintaining that, staying in that, and it will produce the effects that, of course, we want. Did Jesus heal people by saying, your sickness is not true? Join me in the happiness of Christ. Meanwhile, your body's going to stay broken. No, the body's changed. The eyes were opened and actually saw. So the results do get reflected in form. And of course, if we're at, do not ask for the body to be healed, ask for the mind to be healed, the perception of the body to be healed. So it begins with that, but then we must stay in that for the results to come to fruition. And the fruits are ours to eat and to share. Going on, pain is not God's will. This again to reinforce as many times as possible. That's why the chants are so nice to have in the mind that this goes on day to day to day. And I'm, I'm feeling like this theme is going to carry on. I don't want to jump out of this now and go to a different theme. So words might change, but to continue in this theme of accepting, I mean, it comes down to the final lessons of the course are I accept the atonement for myself. That's the big thing that we are doing in A Course in Miracles. Or, I am as God created me. Same thing. So, coming to those two phrases are really where we're going. Can I really accept the atonement for myself? Which will mean I will never be out of peace and joy. Can I really know myself as God's son, as he created me? Then I will experience no sickness, pain, death, suffering of any kind, and always be in peace and joy. So, um, this is something to carry on with. Pain is not God's will. To really know that. Not to feel like this pain is helping me to learn something. I can learn something and have no pain. So to be open to that, that I don't need to learn. I can be a happy learner. I don't need to learn through pain. Christianity, again, all pain is lies from the devil. Right? The devil being the ego, all pain is temptation by the ego to think of yourself as not God's son. No pain is from God. 
No pain is from the Holy Spirit. No pain is true. Death is not God's will in all its forms. And even think of death of the body. Death of the body is never God's will. God did not make create us to die. It, it really shows we're completely in an illusory nightmare for every single person to inevitably die. None of this is God's will. None of this. For a child to be born through pain, right from the start, right to the finish, none of this world is God's will. We are completely called to escape it into the truth of spirit to accept the atonement for ourselves. None of death is God's will. None of pain is God's will. And suffering is not God's will. Suffering of any kind, anything less than perfect joy and peace, is not God's will. It's a lie from the enemy. It is a temptation from the ego to believe in something that is false. You are as God created you, perfectly whole, eternally alive in light and love, unchangeably so, and nothing else is true. So the last lines, so what has this to do with the Christ in me, accepted as my true identity? So the Christ in me is my reality. This, uh, this comes from Keith Cavanaugh, a wonderful teacher of the Course, he says, what does this have to do with the peace and joy of the Holy Spirit within my mind? And that's the, the forgiveness phrase, that tag that's just constantly in the mind that is so helpful to walk around through the day, joined with Jesus in the cinema, watching the play, watching the movie with Jesus, saying, what does this have to do with the peace and joy of the Holy Spirit within my mind, which is bringing me to the truth. It represents the truth. It represents God's perspective. It represents the Christ in my mind. Or what I'm saying is I've accepted the Christ. I've declared that I believe the Christ is my true identity. I have faith that the Christ is true and real, and it is my true identity. And so then if I have accepted that, and this is Christian also. Once, So Christianity would say, Christ is my new identity. Jesus in A Course in Miracles would say, Christ is my true identity. It's not new. It's the old one. It's the first one. It's the only one. It's the original one and the only identity I actually have. The ego is, is false. It's a lie. It's a dream. It's illusion. A mirage of a self that has no existence whatsoever. But it's fine for a Christian to claim Christ as their new identity. And in doing that, then it's the same process for a Christian as for a Course in Miracles student. Once we trust, once we accept Christ as our identity, then it's the process of having planted the seed and allowing it to grow, maintaining our belief and trust and care for that seed and seedling and small plant growing into a tree, 
and not walking away, not trampling it, not abandoning it, but continuing to trust, this is my new identity. This is my new identity, which has no pain, suffering, or death as a part of it. So, therefore, this is a forgiveness phrase. What has this to do with the Christ in me, accepted as my true identity? This is in the face of any potential grievance any time through the day, but also it can just be anything in physical form that I'm looking at. What has any of this world to do with the Christ that I have acknowledged as my true self, perfect spirit, one with God, not less than God. God created Christ. Christ did not create God. However, there is no place where God ends and Christ begins. God and Christ are one. The magnitude and grandeur of God is the same magnitude and grandeur of Christ who I am and cannot be reduced to separate things in a world that break, to a body that gets sick and has pain, to any grievance. So anytime um, a, a, a psychological grievance comes up, like I'm upset, any upset for me to say, what does this have to do with the Christ that I've accepted as my true identity? So I go into that Christ, and Jesus there is so helpful. If you get into Jesus and who he is and develop that personal relationship with him, he represents so well the Christ, and he can show that to us. So coming into Jesus Christ, coming into the true self, the spirit of Christ, the capital S, self, this is my reality. And so these difficulties, this upset that seems to be happening now has nothing to do with it. I'm not going to interpret it. I'm not going to try to explain it. I'm not going to defend against it. I'm just going to go into Christ and say, ah, Christ, this is my true identity. I've accepted it. I acknowledge that and I trust it. I have faith in it. And this is, this is my reality. Any upset or reason for it is not reality. Amen. And then another stage of that is to say this person who seems to me be upsetting me is also the Christ. Anything they're doing has no meaning whatsoever. And if they're not showing me love, they're calling for love. So they are suffering at that point. If they're criticizing me, blaming me, if they're angry, if they're aggressive, if they're attacking Anything that's coming out of another person that's not love is painful for them. And I'm going to see through that and see that they are the Christ. I am the Christ. I'm going to hold on to this Christ. It's the only way through it. Only way through it, hold on to the Christ. I can't wish for even one person in this world to be on my side and understand me. Such a temptation for me, for my partner, she should really understand me and be on my side, right? No, she attacks me, she blames me, she criticizes me. Don't expect even one person to understand you and be on your side. Christ, Christ is the truth that knows you because it is you, and that's the one thing that's unchangeable that you can hang on to. In any time of upset, 
wait a minute, this Christ, I'm going to abide in this Christ. And Jesus is so helpful. This Jesus loves me. It's true. Jesus loves me. Jesus is my best friend. Jesus never uh, forsakes me. Jesus is always with me. Jesus is this one person that I can trust and is always with me and will side with me and understands me. But it is this, it is this universal Christ love, one with God. This is the highest awareness, and this is what I can abide in to get through any, any upset. And as this chant is really revolving around to get past any pain, death in all its forms, any suffering, I go into the Christ. I've accepted it. I acknowledge that. And now my job is to believe it, continue to believe it, even though symptoms are still apparent, even though upsets are still apparent, even though conflict is still apparent, I hang, hang on to the Christ, and I will continue to believe in that indefinitely. All kinds of stories in the Bible of, of so much patience before fruits are shown. And you may know people with stories. There's time. It can be an instant, and it can be a longer time. And that doesn't matter. Time is illusion. Stay in this, in this state of faith and trust in believing that your declaration has made it so. It is the truth. It is the truth. So this chant has been helpful for me. May it be helpful for you. In Jesus' name. And I will see you next week. Amen. <laughs>